our fine city is on the map daily for several reasons. Yesterday, it was because we are the ninth, uh, we have the ninth most congested area of, in North America on our Highway 401. And uh, today, we find out uh, via the Alberta Motor Association, the best way to deal with bottlenecks is to race up that lane that is merging, you know, the right-hand lane, you know, you're waiting in line and then someone just blows by everyone in line and infuriates you and they're going up and you know that lane's ending and you know that they know that lane's ending and you know that they know that that lane's ending and they know that they're going to get in your spot and you know that they know that that lane's ending and you know that they know that you know that they're going to get in your spot and they couldn't give a fly and you know what. Well, those people are doing the zipper merge. And according to the Alberta Motor Association, those people are doing the right thing. That is the best thing. It is the the bottleneck traffic when the road narrows. That is the single biggest contributor to road delays more than construction, collisions, and weather. And that zipper merge, best way to mitigate that bottleneck. Decreases congestion by as much as 40%. Guess what I'm doing on my way home? (laughs) And I know that you know that I know why I'm doing it and so do you. I am a jerk. Yeah. I will admit it. Um, You'll get there faster. You know, Justin Trudeau is currently uh, touring across Canada. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on. He's stopping in coffee shops near you. And he wants to know how you're feeling. Jane Fonda has her very own tour going on. Jane Fonda is very concerned about what's going on in Alberta. She uh, visited Edmonton yesterday, and she was there to support in- Indigenous leaders and their concerns over fossil fuel development. She had this to say about our good Prime Minister Trudeau. When I heard that your Prime Minister, the shining hope at the Paris peace, at the Paris climate talks, you know, who talks so beautifully about needing to um, meet the requirements of the, of the, uh, of the climate treaty and, and uh, respect and, and, and hold to the treaties with the indigenous people and so forth. And, you know, such a, such a heroic stance he took there. And yet he has betrayed every one of the things that he committed to in Paris. I guess the lesson is that we shouldn't be fooled by good-looking liberals. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. Jane Fonda looks fantastic. She does. Speaking, Speaking of, of good-looking good looking liberals. Um, <laughs> let's move on to American politics. You know, Alec Baldwin, uh, you know how he, he, he does the Trump on Saturday Night Do Live? Do the Trump. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Why don't we just listen? You feel you're modeling appropriate and positive behavior for today's youth? No, next. <laughs> so you don't care about the kids? Anderson, I love the kids, okay? I love them so much I marry them. <laughs> I've been helping kids my whole life. In 1992, I helped a kid named... Kevin McAllister, find a hotel lobby. (laughs) You might remember the documentary Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Well, Alec Baldwin says that he's in discussions with other venues to play Trump. He wants to take it as far as he can. He said, I'm going to do Saturday Night Live as much as I can, but there are other discussions in the play right now to uh, further express our gratitude and admiration of the Trump administration. He is going to milk this character uh, for as much as uh, he he can throughout this presidency. I think that's interesting that he was going to do that because if I were SNL and Lauren Michaels, I'd be a little uh, ticked off that uh, Baldwin, you know, 
he's on your show. This is the platform that he's been using to play Trump, and now he's going to go around and use yeah, it but for it, his own advantage. He says he's still going to stay at SNL. So I, you know what? I don't, okay. I don't love that way of thinking. I think it's very narrow-minded. It's sort of like if I did a show here and then I did something mm-hmm. over there that uh, broadened my profile, right. I would hope that the people here would go, well, that only makes uh, more people tune into Kelly. Well, and tune into this show, which possible. it does do. So I think it's going to bring more people to Saturday Night Live. Um, by the way, Baldwin also has another, he's a regular gig at the moment. I didn't know this. He's hosting this remake of this show, ABC's Match Game. Did you know that Match Game, I didn't even know it was still on, but uh, he, it was on NBC from 61 to 69, and then it moved to CBS from 73 to 79, then it moved to ABC in the 90s, and now here it is. Again, uh, on ABC, continuing I've, I've on. I've watched it, actually. I, I, I've never watched the original ones. Even I've watched a lot of reruns of game shows in my life, but I'd never watched the original Match Game run. But Baldwin's actually pretty good. But the other actors that they have doing the uh, guesswork on, yeah. they're do, they're really good. And that one guy, I can't think of his name, mm-hmm. who is the page oh, on 30 Rock. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, now I can. Yeah, now, now I mock yeah, you, exactly. and I deserve that. <laughs> you... He plays the page, which well, isn't it Kevin? Is that Kevin? The character? I can't think of his name. But uh, he is absolutely hilarious on there. By the way, if you Google Kevin, you get to Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. So there you go. It's a full circle. (laughs) It's a full circle. Um, Well, that is uh, interesting. uh, Kenneth Kenneth. Marcel. Kenneth. And that's that's, uh, his real name is Jack McBriar. Yeah, he lived in a condo around the corner from my friend who lived in New York City. There you go. I know that's a piece of information you don't need. Which is around the corner from the the house where Kevin McAllister was able to thwart. (laughs) Take that home to your wife tonight. Ah. Uh, Keurig, you heard about this. You know, the the folks, you make a lot of Keurig. The guy who invented those Keurig cups says, you know, he he regrets it because now they can circle the moon. I don't know how many times. What, 10 million times or something? Okay, I made up that number. But he's working on a a, a ring for the moon? No. Anyhow, uh, the Keurig company pulled the plug on cold, which was spelt with a, a K. And it's fancy, right? Oh. Uh, they were trying to do single-serving pop machines. I guess that's to keep up with the... Uh, everybody seems to have gotten a soda stream yeah. over the Christmas holidays. Well, Keurig is now partner- partnering with, get this, they gave up on the pop idea. They're moving over to the adult beverage. They teamed with Anheuser-Busch in Bev to create in-home booze makers. So basically, they're hoping to create an appliance that will make beer, spirits, cocktail, and mixers. The goal is instant beer and cocktails produced from pods with the press of a button. Apparently, there are other insta-beer appliances out there. And those, uh, SodaStream already has one, Beer Bar, which is currently only available in Germany and Switzerland. And they add, yeah, freshly carbonated water to the concentrate. Oh, that could only, you know, you're going to make that and it's going to taste like Budweiser. That's all it's going to do. <laughs> good point, good point.